0: Season 3, episode 13 is starting with me pumping LN's gas.
1: Browning, looking, pressure, throws it deep, and the ball is caught by T. Higgins at the one-yard line. And it's actually called a touchdown right there. Feels the pressure, throws it up. T. Higgins again on the Caleb Evans goes up, makes the catch two feet down. It's a completion.
0: Reaches the ball. Wow. Welcome to season three, episode (laughs) thirteen. That's the cold open.
1: open. You know, we we could like just plant a a flag and turn that into like an SNL thing where you know we could. I guess we kind of have the last couple weeks, but. You can make the cold open like a formality.
0: It's well, I mean, the cold opens just whatever it is. I usually just start the recording without even worrying about what we're saying, and then once we get a opportunity to segue into the introduction for the episode, then I will. But uh, okay. we didn't really That's have fair. one and we were kinda of starting to ramble about LN a little bit too much there. Yeah, nobody's gonna know what the hell we were talking about. Everyone that listens to the podcast knows who LN is. <laughs> okay,
1: that, that that is probably fair. Other than uh, maybe the two or three people who randomly listen to us in Germany.
0: Yeah, well, that's Yannick. Is that's I assume it's pronounced Yannick. It's probably it's a, a German name, right? Like, is um, it? I and, I didn't even know that he was. And uh, Juxtafer Romalius Herndon. I don't know. Whatever, whatever J.R.H.'s name is. Those are the, those are the German people listening. And he's not even German. He just lives there. He's American, damn it.
1: (laughs) right, you were introducing us?
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah, I was. I was, in fact, introducing, that's where I was. Um, yep, I'm Bern. This here is my, uh, good friend, Down With Fun.
1: Hello.
0: And this is the podcast. (laughs)
1: That's a fantastic introduction. <laughs> yep, You only it. get better and better with it as we <laughs>
0: stage on here. Look, it's been a long season. This is the 13th one of the year. Uh, we are four minutes in already, and we are just now getting to the meat of this. Today we're talking more about uh, playoff shit, I guess. I don't know. We had a lot of stuff going on. We had a lot of stuff planned. We don't have any of that information today. So we're talking more about playoffs because <laughs> I, I like it. It's it's
1: simultaneously a, a tease and also a lowering of it expectations. Is.
0: It is. We have a lot of evergreen stuff coming out for next week, probably maybe two weeks. I don't know. Whenever we get around to it at this point, I guess it's been like, we've put this off a couple times now. I'm not, I'll be transparent. It's all on the table. Uh, so yeah, we'll talk about some playoffs, uh, Ostensibly first round for four team playoff leagues. Those of you who like don't have that many friends, um, and then uh, for those of us in bigger leagues with a lot of friends, you know it'll be the second round here. Um, so yeah, we'll talk about that. I don't think we actually pre-show talked about anything else. If we have anything it, we planned. kept it. Uh,
1: we kept the the mystery alive here. Yeah,
0: I think this is probably going to be. Hmm. You know, we have one a season where we just say fuck it and we just get in there and we uh just spew for ninety minutes and I think this is What be are our you week.
1: talking about, man? I mean
0: we did this <laughs> we did this last season too, didn't we? It was right about this time of year. Season We've it's like season th- two episode ten, I guarantee you it's very similar to this.
1: You've done this like several times this year, I feel like. Not as bad as last year, for sure. You know, but, uh, I think that there's been a couple times where we've had an idea and then we go, you know what, let's just kind of, uh... Roll with it. Let's wing it.
0: Yeah. So we're gonna, we're gonna wing it today, I think. Chat's popping off today, a little bit already, talking about porn and baseball, so, proud of those guys.
1: As one is wont to do.
0: Yeah, so, for those of you who aren't here live right now that are listening probably in a couple of days... That's what was going on in chat, and that's why if it seems like I'm getting derailed a little bit, it's because it pops up for me, and I get distracted sometimes while Jinkum and Silver are here talking about porn and baseball.
1: <laughs> yeah, and if you guys have At any the same time, questions that don't, you want to rattle off, uh, last yeah. week things got pretty deep between Andre and Nick's Yeah, if we could keep
0: music. it less existential this week, I would really appreciate it. It started getting. It started becoming a therapy session at about an hour ten last week.
1: Yeah, I, I think we all needed that, but uh, hopefully we don't already need that again. Uh, but if you have any questions, you know, about the current state of everything else, uh, that's maybe a little more pertinent. You know, feel free to rattle them off. But, uh, Burn, you said you mentioned in the pre-show that you had some exciting. Oh, some updates on your end.
0: Yeah, we've got some updates here. Um, so I did end up making the playoffs in my home league. The uh, the arrow pointed in my direction finally after eight switches in a week. Uh, or I guess in a few days leading up to that Thursday game from Monday night. Uh, shout out to the Packers on doing nothing on Monday night so that I got to make the playoffs. Um, but yeah, I made it. And then I won 81-61. to in the first round mine
1: god <laughs> <laughs> well is is that w- w- what are the scoring settings that we're talking um about
0: it's uh pretty typical it's a uh half ppr league one quarterback you know it's a it's a home league half ppr one quarterback no tight end premium you have defenses still three wide 61. receivers and a flex you know all that jazz 81 to 61 um basically my entire team was that mike evans touchdown jameer gibbs and jalen hurts my wombo combo of Brees hall and Bijan robinson got me 1.2 points that's that's a pretty good one got me 4.4 puka salvaged 7.8 which is not a great day but like if that's my worst player on a week i'm usually okay he was my fourth best uh <laughs> but we figured it out and we got it done. That's, but it's funny. What, what was going on with your opponent? 61. Um, he had a lot of Cowboys. Mm, Dak, okay. Pollard, Brandon Cooks, Joe Mixon, obviously not a Cowboy, but yeah, his best players were Mixon to the and with that. Uh, he was actually the 3 seed.
1: That's incredible.
0: Uh, his team was very good. Um,
1: was it also very injured?
0: Uh, Keaton Mitchell is out for him, so that didn't help.
1: Okay, uh, but that's it. I mean, he got to the dance with. Damn, yeah, I'm, I'm looking.
0: I'm just like looking at the roster here. He has Michael Thomas on IR, but like, yeah, it was it was not a particularly spectacular team. But I mean, Cowboys players have been cooking for a bit. Had Russell Wilson yeah. on his bench too, so well, yeah, he
1: got cooked this week. He has
0: Travis Kelsey too, which doesn't hurt. That's such a positional advantage, but with Kelsey like getting 5.3, because apparently Taylor Swift couldn't sing his way to victory. um. Yeah, I mustered one out by 20 points with 81, which is funny because in my other league, I won by 70 points, and my opponent, Valentine, scored 83. So I would have lost my home league playoffs to a guy I beat by 70 in a different league. Granted, that other league is tight and premium, but the scoring settings are pretty much otherwise the same. It's not like, I'm sure he
1: feels great about that.
0: Yeah. Well that you <laughs> did not feel great about me having James cook
1: and Jalen oh,
0: and Sam and and David and Joku and Titan uh, premium.
1: I, I yeah, th- this is going to, this is going to very briefly turn into a therapy session for me because That's fine. I got, kn- I got knocked out of, uh, my home league. Mm-hmm. Um, Basically, in the worst way possible, where on Saturday half his team went, he had a uh, had Jared Goff, Amon Ross, St. Brown, um, uh, T.J. Hawkinson, Portland Sutton, and uh, Jake Browning all go on Saturday, and pretty much all of them except for Sutton and I guess Hawkinson put up absurdly like monster performances oh right um no they they, no, yeah, they, they did the opposite of nothing. i mean even I sutton
0: in... was like 10 points
1: <laughs> and i i believe me i know i went into that day going like uh you know i'm kind of worried about this but you know the lions have really cooled off i'm not a believer in uh in the broncos and you know the vikings are currently falling apart so I don't really know what I have to worry about. Jake Browning's look good, but, you know, the wheels should fall off at any moment. And all of his guys go off, and I'm like, well, I may be screwed. And then I went into Sunday uh, not having the, the highest of hopes. Then my team goes off, and I'm projected to to beat him. And all day I'm just seeing my guys get closer and closer, and then it comes down to the night game where I have Josh Allen, and guess who he has? James Cook. James Cook. Cook. Jay, of course, James Cook has the game of his life. Uh, so I, I ended up getting just absolutely trounced by a team that I think, uh, I, think I was way better than uh, with with the makeup of my roster, but it doesn't even matter anymore. And, of course, it's the guy in my league who always does things where, um, you know, to, to any regulars on the server, that are very, like, silver-esque. Uh, he took... Will Levis at 108 this year, mm-hmm. um, and he he did a bunch of other random things like he he made Jake Browning a priority ad earlier this year when there was like you know when people didn't know if Burrow was gonna play or not like yeah every move he seems to make is a what are you cooking what are you doing
0: deal. but then
1: it worked out it, it every single time it it always mysteriously works out no matter how
0: guy knows all.
1: yeah like i don't i don't even know yeah silver that that wasn't meant to be a dig at you uh i'm just saying you know they're they're purely it's the way of the drunken fist it doesn't make sense on paper and i probably couldn't talk myself into making any of those moves but you know the the proof is in the pudding at the end of the day the results are the results and i'm i'm currently the guy posting uh you know, sad, wistful gifts of people staring out the window, and they're still in it. So, who's really laughing at who?
0: Um. Well, I'm laughing at you because I had James Cook, but
1: <laughs> the uh, he traded for James Cook too, like at the deadline. Oh. Uh, which was another thing of like, what are you cooking? Like, literally victories. What are
0: you cooking? Yeah. But. All that said, um, I just pulled up James Cook because I saw he was questionable now as I was looking through the team. And I have a question about what the fuck is going around in the NFL because Jalen Hurts almost missed the game Monday night with an illness, and now James Cook is missing practice with an illness. And I feel like I've seen a few other players, this playoff in particular, just... Oh, well, we, yeah, flowers. Trevor Lawrence is out with a concussion, so that's cool. Um,
1: love that. Do we think it's COVID, or, you know, do these guys have the danger of shitting their pants? Um. That yeah, the I think it's
0: Lamar. pants shitting. It's got to be? be pants What? Sh- when in doubt, if you think people could or could not be shitting their pants, always go in the direction of someone shitting their pants.
1: You want to be cautious with that.
0: Yeah. Look, I think it's better safe than sorry. Just assume someone's shitting their pants. And <laughs> when
1: has that ever ever helped you out in in your life?
0: Well, I mean, you're never embarrassed if someone that, like if you ask like, "Hey, I just assume everyone shits their pants, right?" Happens to everybody once in a while. That's true.
1: Yeah. If you play it cool in that scenario, you're definitely holding all the cards.
0: I could see Jankum's first time in the pod complaining about language. Um, <laughs> buckle in, bud. Uh, but yeah, i uh, that's something to keep an eye on, I guess, because apparently multiple players are now just popping up on, like popping up questionable with illnesses.
1: Yeah, which... I feel like it's probably just the flu going around, but it is kind of.
0: Well, I, it's concerning too cuz it's like something that can just pop up on like a Thursday or a Friday or something like that. You got to keep an eye on because players are kind of dropping like flies lately. No, I don't. Yeah, cuz really Hur- Hurts had
1: it. nothing wrong with him until like Saturday, right? And then exactly. all of a sudden they were like he might be dying. Well, might that's, literally be dying.
0: Well, that was my uh my home league, my quarterback is Jalen Hurts. And i didn't know it was like sunday night i didn't know if he was gonna play or not my other quarterback unfortunately is aiden o'connell who that week i was like shit i would have started him if i thought herds was out and gotten my 25 points or whatever he put up um but i had to end up dropping jake bobo for marcus mariota
1: oh come on because
0: bobo was the end of my roster guy
1: you feel good about that
0: no i don't i really don't
1: scoop up bobo
0: no i have a waiver claim on him and no one in my home league listens to this i think so i should be okay but that's someone i don't want to cut just for the sake of cutting and i mean i have draft picks this year and my team's deep it's probably gonna happen anyway but like it's marcus i don't it's a one quarterback league backup qb you know i don't
1: want to oh okay yeah someone well, Then for what's that. He, what's even the point I would much rather have Bobo just because his name is Bobo.
0: Well, it was the playoffs and I had Hertz in my QB one slot. And the only it was Monday morning and the only option was that I have Mariota to play at quarterback if Hertz was out. Okay. Because it's like that's you can fair. pick anyone else up. So it's Am I going to hang on to Jake Bobo and not have a quarterback for the playoffs? For a round. Yeah. Like Because as we have never said on the pod, I'm actually pretty sure, uh, wins have value. And to me, (laughs) winning in the playoffs is more valuable than someone that, while I like him, and I think he's actually a good NFL player, probably doesn't really have any fantasy value.
1: It has been alluded to a couple times before, but I don't think we have ever explicitly said, like, we are a pro victory.
0: Yeah, a lot of people Uh, really dig into the, uh, the value sink of just Oh, I'm gonna keep trading my vets for younger guys and just keep building up that value and like at a certain point, like you gotta win, right? That's the point.
1: That it it's been a surprisingly contentious topic and I, I don't know how much we wanna get into that, but I mean just this last week before uh well I should say last week before the game started, there were there were a lot of people kinda going back and forth on the whole like uh do you trade for guys to to make your teams better now? Or, or, or I guess I, I guess it was talking about the potential like removal of a trade deadline and like the ramifications that would have on a league. Yeah, we um, talked
0: about that what four or five episodes ago.
1: Might yeah, been, I, it, I it think might have we been the did, trade but,
0: deadline episode actually.
1: It might have been, but it was sort of relitigated a lot uh, this last week with. Some people being like, oh, I, I can't even remember who it was. but I know Austin's like,
0: been a big proponent of not trading for win-now pieces during the yeah, playoffs. I, I, mean, I mean, to his point, there's a lot of variance there. It's, are you going to trade a lot of value for someone that might flop the week you need them?
1: Yeah, so I, there's I a lot that, of variance but... everywhere, though, right? Yeah. Like That's just kind of the name of the game. Like, you could have you had, I don't know, the 109 and drafted Bayer this year which yeah. which is like fine but i mean i mean i don't know <laughs> like yeah. or, like do you re- would you really ra- rather have mayor than kamara for example
0: uh today no no next year maybe not.
1: maybe uh, i mean especially we'll, we'll, tight ends we'll they develop that we get but
0: there. that's not what the episode and the topic is necessarily about um trying to stay on track here look at me personal growth um <laughs> But, yeah, I uh, I mean, on that same notion, uh, I think I've finally come to a stance on that because before I was – yeah, we're going all the way back to trade deadline shit. We're going <laughs> – I'm hanging on to the topic so that we can go into a different one. Um,
1: well, I, I think it's important to kind of revisit now that the moment has actually Well, passed, yeah. You know, because well, it's one thing to say it like two months ago when – Well, and
0: now it's, it's very pertinent in the sky. because some teams don't have a trade deadline, Right. Like I'm in a league with sure. Silver that doesn't have a trade deadline. I'm not in the playoffs, and he is. I could send him someone today at a premium potentially. Yeah,
1: that that because... just seems ridiculous to me.
0: Yeah, it see, doesn't seem. I that, don't. That like seems
1: fun, it. but that doesn't seem like something I could like legitimately. It worry feels about.
0: very dirty to me. Yeah, it's like you made the playoffs with this team, and now you're just gonna start selling off to stack. To me, it's like yeah, it's like all right. Mm it seems cheap
1: yeah honestly it it really seems like you just I feel like you just need those protections in place to save people from themselves you know like are you really going to gift anybody like more than ten dollars to Panera Bread this holiday season you trust them with that with lethal amounts of lemonade you can't cross state lines with that much you know that right how much
0: lemonade is an illegal amount to cross state lines with the, without, declaring, the charged without lemonade? declaring it
1: the, we, the we're we talking the charged lemonade right because you do need to specify it's the well of course the charged yes uh i think if if you have a full cup we're we're talking like full is like you you got the meniscus Low, like lower than the lid. I, I yeah. think that that technically constitutes as a a lethal,
0: a lethal, lethal dosage. Amount. Um. Okay, because yeah, my follow up question is, I mean, Bugs in here, he's talking about the interstate commerce clause, but I didn't know if it was also like, like a health insurance thing where you can't get insurance from a different state. Like, can you can you buy charged lemonade from a different state?
1: I don't know
0: like if you're living on the border of a state and you have a panera just like a mile away but in a different state can you order that like via grubhub or is that illegal
1: honestly i think that's this is this is a stupid topic this is this
0: is the dumbest we've ever gotten this is a new i think
1: we we have gotten dumber but uh (laughs) this is also dangerously close to the actual plot of uh true detective season two
0: i heard that season one was the one to watch
1: season one is season two is literally a bunch of like they, they have a moment like this where there's like a border town based on jurisdictions and everybody is fighting over land to build a highway <laughs> and, and it's about like these shady backroom deals where there's a bunch of like documents that need to be signed by certain parties and no i am not joking Like, let's get back on. Let's the get topic the. Was. Yeah,
0: I'm. We're moving on from this one. Um, what was the topic? Where are we now?
1: Well, okay, we were relitigating the uh the trade deadline. Which yeah, I in
0: think... the in the merits of having a trade deadline during the playoffs or a yeah, lack which, thereof.
1: Which I do think you know it's it's important for us to like re talk about that. Um, but I you did mention that you had Aiden O'Connell. Yes, and I think we would also be massively remiss if we did not talk about what happened.
0: Oh, in the Raiders Chargers Thursday. game.
1: <laughs> um yeah.
0: I haven't paid any attention, but I assume Brandon Staley's been fired, right?
1: Yeah. Did you watch any of it?
0: The like the firing. I didn't. Uh, the I was at the. No, no, bar. no. The, I had. I saw did, the did game. W- I saw bits and pieces. Okay. I looked up, See, and it I was like forty-two watch... to nothing. I looked back up. It's like sixty-three to ten. I don't know.
1: I did not watch the game at all because From what I, I could tell, it, wasn't it was a football be, game. Yeah, it was going to be terrible and then uh, I think somebody might have tagged me on here or I just like looked at the score and I saw it was like 49 to 0 or 49 to 7. I don't know like there was, yeah, some it was an ass of, kicking. Yeah of touchdown and I was like oh my god I, I have to watch this because I need to root for the record to be broken and uh like that one-handed pick six was one of the most absurd plays that I'd ever seen. Um, The chargers really seem (laughs) a lot of charged uh, discourse going on with the chargers and the lemonade, but uh, they seem like a really broken team right now. I caught a little bit of that podcast that's on Yahoo yesterday uh, with with Eckler.
0: Oh, the Eckler. You ever watch
1: that Eckler's edge is what it's called. Um, Ooh. It's ostensibly Rag- a, a fantasy. Uh, ostensibly, it's supposed to be a fantasy show, but Eckler doesn't know anything about fantasy because he's just a real life player. Mm-hmm. So every so he episode, probably like
0: actually values things like pass blocking.
1: Yeah, well, it, it's just like it's a it's a fascinating dynamic of a show because every episode they're like, Eckler, what do you think about this for fantasy? And he's just always like. Well, you know, it's like the same thing as like real life, you know.
0: It's not. You gotta
1: try to. You gotta try to be good at it. And then like Matt Harmon, the host, like desperately tries to salvage it, where he brings it back, and he's just like, you know what? That's so right. Like people always. You're forget so about smart, the
0: human... man. You know.
1: Yeah, he always brings it back to the human element of football, and Eckler's eyes light up. Um, like he's a kid in kindergarten asked to give a presentation. Well, it's just like like, Matt Harmon
0: being buddies with Austin Eckler and kind of walking him through a podcast.
1: Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Like, he is desperately trying to hold him by the hand through through all these topics, and Eckler, like, always just works up when he hears the human side of football. And, like, this week they were like, so, Eckler, how was that game? It seemed like it sucked. He's like, (laughs) He was like, well, you know, the human side of it, which a lot of people forget about, uh, sucked. So the, the football side of it was pretty bad but the human side of it was also bad <laughs> and then they were like oh well like how was it was it about the, the coach and the guy who basically gave, gave you your career like they all got let go how was that and he was just like well you know the human side of it kind of sucked <laughs> that's the one thing that he has to add about every single thing it sucks, that the man. human side of it sucks
0: yeah you know what I actually give Austin Eckler mad props for even going on a podcast. Most active athletes wouldn't even bother.
1: Well, the the show like, is Eckler's heat, edge. Right? Well, I know. So if if Eckler did not make an entrance, but like the guy does then need there it. would be no edge. He doesn't need that shit. I suppose he doesn't, but so, I, I'm sure that there's some sort of and I do appreciate for him to do that.
0: Well, I'm, I'm sure he gets paid, but. On the flip side, like it, it is nice actually having a real player like talk about it from their side, even if they aren't really in tune with the fantasy aspect of the football. You know, the part where we're fantasizing. Um, I mean,
1: yeah. On on one hand, I agree, but I I just think it's such a mismatch of
0: yeah. Bugs right. Of, like we're just exactly like Austin Eckler.
1: Yeah, but I you know I I don't want to give a guy just props for. Existing coming down like the lowly common folk because th- that would be like the same thing of being like look I think, I think... it's really cool that Aaron Rodgers goes on Pat McAfee no 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 like, no no, do... no. The, is, yeah. this is completely
0: is different? different because Austin Eckler seems like he's a pretty decent dude and we should give him props for doing a podcast. And by that same notion, we seem like pretty decent dudes, and we should get a lot more credit for doing a podcast.
1: That's true. See? Uh, No pushback there.
0: Like, honestly, sponsorships. That'd be cool. Maybe we could run some ads. Yeah, let's get some money in this thing. Maybe not show them this episode, but, like, a different one. (laughs) We've been cooking over the last few weeks.
1: I, I agree so. with that. And yeah, I mean, Eckler, you know, he seems like an all right guy. It just, he doesn't seem very, uh, very suited for his own show that he was given. If they were just talking about the human side of football, trust me, I don't know if there's anybody else who is more qualified to talk about that. Um, and I, I, like, you know, he seems like a good guy, and Aaron Rodgers, I don't think, is. Um, for chief among his sins uh, is the fact that he's a liar you know because I think that we finally now seeing the conclusion of the story arc that we all predicted at the beginning of the year when you know it came out he was listening to dolphin mating noises and taking ayahuasca to recover from his uh, Achilles tear quickly like we all figured it was going to be a large pageant uh, for media coverage for him to say, you know, I'm really pushing to come back guys. Even if the team is terrible, I I just want to play now that they are surprised, still terrible. He's like, you know, I did my damnedest, but you know, it's just not worth it, but please keep asking me these questions.
0: I'm going to gloss over pretty much everything you just said there. And we're going to bring this back again. What did you say about dolphin mating noises?
1: Did, did you seriously not hear this?
0: Is this a real thing?
1: No, no, like, I'm, I'm not even doing, like, a bit.
0: Silver's in here right now, and we're talking about Aaron Rodgers, so he can corroborate this.
1: Like, this is, okay, like, this is, I'm taking any bit of joking or irony out of this. He literally said part of his rehab was he was listening to dolphin sex noises, because it, he, like, believes that there's, like, something sacred and there's some natural healing properties about that. Um, the, the ayahuasca part I was joking about, but he, he legitimately, like, was crediting these dolphin mating noises uh, as being therapeutic for his mind and what has helped him to come back to the point where he's even stepping on a field only a couple months after the Achilles tear so, so if, is... if you just type in if you type in the search bar Aaron Rodgers dolphin something will come up
0: so I'm on Sports Illustrated's website right now uh, and I just want to say that I'm quoting Sports Illustrated here the head the headline of this is Aaron Rodgers touted healing powers of dolphins mating sounds.
1: That, that's exactly what I said. yep <laughs> like I I wasn't making that up.
0: This man is pushing forty, if he's not already there.
1: Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. Like I I don't like him. So, yeah, I'll I'll give it to Austin Eckler. He is not Aaron Rodgers. <sighs>
0: what the fuck man
1: yeah okay we, we can <laughs> we can move on with this but yeah Staley, <laughs> Staley was fired uh, they, they also fired the GM uh, the Chargers coaching gig seems like a pretty uh, pretty good spot that team is a mess um, I don't know if Keenan Allen is there for next year but uh, Eckler is probably gone uh, I believe Josh Kelly is also probably going to be gone Quentin Johnston is bad um, there's not really a whole lot there that's tied to the offensive side of things other than Herbert um Isaiah Spiller seems like a pretty hot dart throw. Yeah. Um, I would
0: imagine I'd I pick year. him up if he's available. Well, there's a lot of good running backs that are free agents this upcoming off season, I'm pretty sure.
1: That's what I mean. Like I was touting Justice Hill last week and I mean, you know, my, the only reason
0: oh, I Don't think he'll be very good. It's just because, like, there it's pretty deep from what I recall. I'm pulling up free agency for 2024. It's an
1: extremely deep class. Um, Somebody like Spiller though could be valuable because he could essentially be the new Josh Kelly, as opposed to (laughs) what some people in this community believed was Josh Kelly. Yeah, I'm.
0: I'm sorry. I know you like Justice Hill. I know you think he's neat, Uh, dude. I'm just gonna list off the top people by their twenty twenty three contracts that are gonna be free agents. Please. Uh we have Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, Tony Pollard, Dalvin Cook, Austin Eckler. Uh we start getting some weird ones like Cordero Patterson, who makes way more money than he should. Um, I mean, you already said
1: Dalvin Cook too.
0: Yeah, I know, but I kinda glossed over that. <laughs> so one. Uh so Devin what, what Singletary, D'Andre Swift, um, like Dante Foreman like there's there's quite a few good running backs that are going to be free agents here um I mean obviously Cam Akers is has a lot going on I don't really expect much from him ever again uh same with J.K. Dobbins but both of them will be hitting it uh A.J. Dillon so like the Chargers will have someone
1: uh probably one of them we say that, but we've also said that for the last couple years. Yeah.
0: But I would imagine the Chargers will probably pick someone up on like a two year contract or something like that. They'll probably draft a running back early again because they missed on the last one. Uh they'll have Mike Williams back and Justin Herbert's Justin Herbert. Um I don't know what Keenan Allen's contract looks like. I would assume he's I, I don't know around. what it looks he's like. He's late like enough either. in his career where I don't even know if he'd feel like moving. Unless there was like a contender that just needed a slot guy that gave him you know 15 million bucks to move so he could take a shot at a ship
1: yeah i mean he's just at the point though where with his age he could just completely fall off yeah at any at any oh, absolutely. minute um some people thought that was going to happen this year and i think we're at the point now where like that expectation basically just needs to be reset every year where even if you're wrong about it like i'm not really taking that gamble
0: <laughs> yeah that's that's very fair i mean smoke them if you got them but
1: yeah i'm
0: not buying anymore
1: yeah neither am i
0: but no i've uh i'm gonna kind of i'm gonna turn this over to like real nfl here though a little bit yeah. uh tampa is seven and seven tied with new orleans for first in the nfc south uh jacksonville and indianapolis and houston are all eight and six tied for first in the AFC South? Um, there's a three-way tie. Three-way tie in the AFC South. That's um, who who you got <laughs> for both of those divisions?
1: Um, okay, so for the Three NFC South, left. it's it's the Bucks and the Saints. Yep. And then Atlanta's the only
0: a game back. Also, they're six and eight as opposed to seven and seven. Um,
1: man, I don't know. Honestly, I feel like probably tampas to lose right now
0: i'm gonna see if they play each other while you i I, I was
1: i was beating on the drum pretty hard for the falcons earlier this year mm-hmm. um because i do think that their defense is like pretty good um and i really don't hate arthur smith the way that a lot of people do uh right, yeah simply i do you're right. I, I know you do, but I like the reason why I don't hate them is because I don't have any Falcons anywhere. Oh, they play each other um, week
0: 18. In the, New Orleans.
1: The, the Falcons play the Bucs?
0: Uh sorry. Oh, oh, the, oh the, I'm the, I'm looking at the Falcons. No, I meant to look at the Bucks.
1: Yeah, the, um, the, one of the red NFC South. The Bucs play at
0: home against New Orleans in week 17 and then the Falcons play at New Orleans in week 18.
1: Yeah, that, that should be a pretty good closeout. Um, I like that it's set up like that.
0: Hold oh, the playoffs uh, just run through Tampa because they also play Jacksonville this week, who is in a three-way tie in their division.
1: Yeah, I I feel like the, the Bucks got to be the favorite. Um, I just
0: think they're the best team out of the three.
1: Yeah, and th- they seem to be getting hot at the right moment. I feel like the Falcons on paper are like the best of those three, but like... They have had such crazy variants of just straight up playing bad. Uh, The New Orleans Saints, I don't think about them at all. Are you the same way?
0: The New Orleans Saints, I mean, obviously I think about them a bit just because the Lions played them, you know, two weeks ago. Uh, But beyond that, they have been the most invisible team in football this year to me.
1: Yeah, it, it's true they're not like a, a...
0: because they're not horrible. I mean, they're a solid team. They're 7 and 7. But they're just entirely unspectacular. Their defense yeah, is like, good. They Totally fine. Throw a lot of yards, they don't score any touchdowns because their red zone offense is awful. Um so generally they're winning relatively low-scoring games with a lot of yards. Good for them. Yeah. And not a lot of team. chunk
1: plays either. It, it's so much like death by a thousand cuts. Yeah.
0: It's uh, how many times can you run Alvin Kamara, and how many times can Chris Olave catch a sixty-yard bomb, and Rashid <laughs> shaheed
1: Which which is never. The answer is never for for the former. The yes. latter, it's like one One's. every two or three games.
0: Yeah. Or sometimes multiple times a game too, because it just feels like it. Yeah. He's really um, I really like Rashid Shaheed. I think he's very good.
1: I do too. Especially what yeah, he, when he a, does. He has a baller name for one. Oh absolutely. And he's and he's very name for fun sure. Yeah, he's like a he's like a uh, super move in a fighting game. Yeah. You know, where where you just charge it up and then you unleash it and he gets like a seventy yard touchdown. You never really know when, but it's gonna be sick and it's gonna be a highlight play for the year. Yeah. He's, um, I think he's neat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, March Simpson voice. I just think he's neat. I just think he's neat.
0: Um, that wasn't nearly scraggly enough. Um, no. for the AFC
1: South, mm-hmm. uh, and I feel like, I feel like I got to give it to the coach or to to the Colts. I think that they have the the best coaching mm-hmm. out of the three, and uh, I, you know, I'm the resident trevor lawrence hater Mm -hmm. uh the jags just seem to be completely coming apart health wise and performance wise um texans kind of just seems like uh they're a little too green they're the 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 bright the, the lights might be getting a little too bright for them well, I, now, think, I think I think
0: a bigger issue for the Texans is that uh, C.J. Stroud is expected to miss his second straight game. Uh, Nico well, I, Collins, I, I meant
1: is... <laughs> I meant that quite literally when I said the lights were too bright. The no, man fair. is concussed and he needs to stay away from bright lights. Yeah, and their top
0: two wide receivers, one of them is out for the year, and the other one is banged up and in and out of the lineup. That doesn't help. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. The Tank Dell, you know, he he's a he's a tiny boy, and you know we love our small kings here. But uh, he's gonna get injured a lot, and that happened. Um, they, they show a lot of promise, and like I wouldn't be surprised if any of these teams made the post. Like they they all got to be in the, the the hunt for the wild card spot too, right?
0: Um, yeah, all of them are. Honestly, yeah, I I could even see both teams, the NFC South, uh, both New Orleans and Tampa, making the playoffs.
1: Yeah, like, the Rams I, I can are see... in right
0: now at seven and seven, and so we're. The Vikings, and the Vikings have yeah, to play I, the Lions twice still, and the and Packers. I think it's conceivable so like, that rivalry all, games, division. The Vikings have a rough go of it.
1: Yeah, I I think it's conceivable that all six could get in. Um, I I feel like the AFC South though, like the Colts are the one team that, like, one they have <clears throat> they have Gardner Minshew, who you know I love. Yeah, I mean, has my full heart. Um, he's the man, Gardner rules. I I think. <clears throat> I think that their coaching is just leagues ahead of the other two. Um, And, like, even their losses this year, like, they haven't been too egregious. They seem like a team that is for real, whereas, like, the Texans show a lot of promise, but I don't know if they could get it done. And the Jags, I just don't believe in at all. Um, I actually think the Jags
0: are the best team out of the three, but your quarterback goes down that's pretty much all she wrote for me and minshu as far as backups go is probably top three in the league
1: yeah he's like definitely fringe starter level yeah um i mean he was, mind he was good when he was yeah has your mind changed on trevor lawrence at all
0: i think he has so my issue always with trevor lawrence was more how he performs for fantasy rather than like his actual ability I always thought he was a good quarterback. I just with the way they run offense runs and his ability to just not fumble ever, or inability to not fumble, I guess. The double negative there. Um kind of soured <laughs> me on him. I moved so I moved a Trevor Lawrence in a package for Justin Herbert. I don't regret that move. Although Rashad White's kind of exploded and he was the other part of that package. Um But I still have two shares out of my seven teams, so... I'm still rooting for Trevor Lawrence. I still think he's solid. Uh, and my team that just scored 155 points in the playoffs, uh... He was one of the members of that team that scored 155 points, so... We're just trudging along. It's been a little reassuring for me to see him actually score points over the last month. But now, he's concussed. And... Wait, did he get concussed again? Yep, he has a concussion. Um, Joe Flacco is my backup quarterback on that team. Well, Bryce Young is my backup quarterback, so Joe Flacco is my backup quarterback on that team. Uh, he is also on the injury report with a calf, and it's questionable. So I might be having Bryce? to start Bryce Young. No, Joe Flacco is <clears throat> injured, so I might be starting Bryce Young in the playoffs.
1: <laughs> Wait, when did when did Flacco get injured?
0: Today he was on the report with a calf.
1: Well, today's Wednesday.
0: Yeah. Uh, he just popped up today.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, that's just like his. Yeah,
0: I mean, he should play. That's fake. But it's not
1: fake. Okay. Fine. I'm sure it, his calf actually like
0: he's... hurts. He's still gonna play, and he's still sure, just gonna yeah, sling it mean... because it's Joe Flacco, and he's 40 years old, and he doesn't give a shit.
1: Yeah, I'm sure that the best quarterback in
0: fantasy. He's actually also but like the, that's just show. his
1: excuse not to practice today.
0: Yeah, I would hope so, because I'm in desperate need <laughs> of somebody that could throw a <laughs> football. Uh, so, yeah, so
1: right now, Bucks, Bucks, uh, Colts are my pick. Bucks,
0: Colts. I was. I'm gonna say. I'm just looking at. Uh, Jacksonville schedule here they play Tampa today I think the Bucks win that game um you know I'll agree with you I'll also say Bucks colts <laughs> uh nice I just yeah I mean they're both two very underwhelming divisions but god like someone's got to win it right
1: yeah and I I'm really not looking forward to seeing Davis Mills. Or, no, not Davis Mills. It's Case Keenum. Uh, Case Keenum, yeah. Yep. I, I really don't want to see that anymore. I'd actually
0: rather see Davis Mills. I think I would, too. Um, I, l- I like Davis Mills. I think he did all right.
1: I I don't think about Davis Mills. <laughs> I <laughs> but do. I, but I, Sometimes. I would rather, not a I'd rather lot. see him than Case Keenum, you know? Yeah. I had a um, few...
0: I had a few uh, back in my day, Davis Mills shares.
1: I think and a he won me a couple did.
0: games. I mean, you know what? Good job, buddy.
1: Yeah. So. Um, so D- Davis Mills or Case Keenum, like I'm, I'm not necessarily believing in those. But uh, after the last weekend, I feel like there were an absurd amount of backup quarterbacks that kind of went off. Are there any that you think? Are in a good spot for next year, in terms of Backup job prospects, you know we, we, had, we had Minshew, Flacco, Drew Lock, Dobbs, uh, for Browning. Um, yeah, Dobbs. Maybe not that one, but
0: well, I mean, there, he, there's been a lot he took been off out. this year, but like someone who would have like a Dobbs kind of year that just it falls into a spot and does all right. Um. Or is just a backup this year that's doing pretty well? Uh, hmm. I'm just going to pull up a list of all the quarterbacks that have played a game this year so that I can,
1: you know, have something in front of me. I, I can tell you that I, I have a good portion of them. <laughs> because you, at one are point... Are collecting... Year, I, yeah i've i've watched with great interest pretty much all of these guys um i did drop drew Locke after last week because i didn't think that he would start again but he looked pretty all right uh you know spotty but like he looked pretty all right for the most part um but right now i'd say like the the top backups that you could maybe make a conversation for potentially starting next year would be you know drew Locke, jake browning joe flacco gardner Minshew, tommy devito uh, uh, Tom, yeah, Tommy DeVito's another one. Um,
0: I think Oh, that's I've got a probably... hot take.
1: Okay, okay, let's hear it. Clayton Tunes. This is,
0: <laughs> well, this isn't a hot take because I don't believe it. Okay, well... But...
1: I don't know what that qualifies as, but that's not a hot take if you are openly saying you don't believe it.
0: I, well, I just don't believe it will happen. But... Okay,
1: well, okay, then... Should but with this I'm take. still
0: going to throw this out here because I think it's interesting.
1: Okay.
0: I think there is a non-zero chance. And when I say non-zero, I mean like less than a percent, but still non-zero. <laughs> that, that, always
1: my favorite way for yes. anyone to open a hot yeah, take. Oh, there's yeah, always a non-zero chance this happens.
0: Oh, for sure. Uh, that Deshaun Watson gets cut for conduct detrimental to the team because the Browns manufacture something to get away from that awful contract because okay. Deshaun Watson is awful and DTR starts a solid portion of the games next year.
1: I, yeah, I, uh, that's, I,
0: that's where my brain went when you asked this question.
1: See, when you come to me and you say, Hey, I've got this scorching hot take. There's a non-zero chance that it happens. One, the non-zero chance, that's a technicality. Oh, You're yeah. probably coming to the one guy in this community who would back you up on that. <laughs> um, I like. I I've been I've been perhaps the biggest Dorian Thompson Robinson cheerleader in this. Oh, I, community. I
0: know you love DTR. I'm just saying, yeah. like I don't. The albatross it, that is Deshaun Watson's contract, I just don't see them getting out of it. And I, I mean, think it, the only way they can is a uh, contu- like a conduct a detrimental clause.
1: He he has done things where they could do it and i have seen um some very big eye in the sky like you know everything on the table analysis of like these are the ways that they could move on from him next year
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: it is a little more uh possible than i think people are giving credit for i i don't think that it's it would be very shocking if it were to happen. But I think that like the, the promises that DTR has shown um, along with Joe Flacco coming in off the, off the street and just balling out has shown that like Sean is an active detriment to this team, not only with his conduct, but also with his play. Right. Well, I
0: mean, you can't fire
1: someone or you can't cut someone just because they suck can't that but football. but he's done things he, he's had everything with the lawsuit like does anybody <laughs> i don't want to uh don't want to play armchair psychologist here but like does anybody believe that deshaun has changed his ways or, or his heart like i don't know um but he had that thing this year where he shoved the referee and people were speculating that that maybe could be the impetus yeah that the, that the Browns use to cut him. And it seems like, you know, people... Delusional Browns fans, in my opinion, because they are a rival, me
0: mm-hmm. being a
1: fan of the, the Ravens, um, delusional Browns fans want to say that, oh, Deshaun has, like, like... He's a really good teammate, you know? He, he has the locker room. Like, it doesn't matter how bad he's, like, playing. And, like, I just don't think that's the case. Like, be, people have been... Rallying pretty hard around DTR, even with that awful game, uh, where he found out he was starting ten minutes beforehand. It rallied around him pretty hard. Um, I think that the, the Michael Scott uh, snip, snap, snip, snap of is Deshaun gonna play every week for a month and a half really lost a lot of goodwill uh, mm-hmm. with the players and just the the people of Cleveland, on top of the management of the team. Um, but Ever since DTR's second starting stint and Joe Flacco, like both of those guys have seemingly had the entire weight of the locker room behind them. And they the, the team just seems to me like it's clicking better without Deshaun Watson. And that could be for a million different reasons, but like they just seem to be playing better when when he's not there. So I I, I would think that it would behoove Browns to maybe take those. Technically, there's there's a non-zero chance (laughs) that this happens. uh, Possibilities a little more seriously than they otherwise would. TTR is a lot of promise, and Mm -hmm. Joe Flacco is kind of looking elite.
0: Yeah, and actually, while you're talking about that, I've got another one for you.
1: Okay, this Is, is is this another scorching hot take for something that I'm gonna absolutely love (laughs) back you up on uh
0: i don't know if you'll back me up on and i also think it's less of a uh, scorching hot take um but this guy has started two games well three he got hurt during the third though um and completed about 65 percent of his passes for roughly 200 yard, or sorry roughly 500 yards and two touchdowns in two games um and also has about 100 rushing yards and that's tyrod taylor
1: you know what? You're absolutely right. I forgot about him. Yeah. Since uh, Tyrod Taylor does. has just
0: been very consistently like that fringe bridge starter guy for about four or five years now that teams bring in when they have a rookie or something. And he really is
1: the the good luck Chuck of the NFL.
0: Yeah, and honestly, he's not a bad player. He's always just gone out there and done what done whatever he had to do. And I mean, he was announced the starter the year that uh, the Chargers drafted Herbert. He had his run for a while. Uh... Shit, what team was he on when he was like actually starting?
1: The Bills, right? He was on the Bills. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, because that was uh, that was when the Bills benched him for Nathan Peterman. Yeah, the which Miss Peterman game.
0: <laughs> we all make mistakes,
1: but I I'm... not nearly uh Nathan Peterman bad, but we don't always make five mistakes in one half.
0: True. Um, And I'm going to ask you fantasy advice directly on the podcast
1: today. Uh, Did
0: they say if Drew Locke was starting for the rest of the year or not?
1: Uh, I think it's been pretty heavily um, hinted that Geno will be the starter because Pete Carroll made a big deal about... um, I I don't think the Seahawks practice today, uh, given that they played on Monday... Yeah, but I think Pete Carroll said if they did practice today earlier, then Gino um, would have been that ready. Gino, Gino would have been a full participant. Okay. Um, I think that they should roll with Drew Locke, even though I don't have him anymore, and that breaks my heart because I'm kicking myself.
0: <laughs> well, the only reason um, I ask is I'm, like, scrolling through these backup quarterbacks you asked me about, and I just noticed in my league that I'm starting concussed Trevor Lawrence in. Uh, Drew Locke is on waivers, and I'm like, hey, uh,
1: Drew Locke would not be a bad option. Um, and Joe Flacco's hurt. I, but it, I think the fact that he won against Philly has done a lot to move the needle in his favor for even if um even if he doesn't start for the Seahawks, I think the conversation's gonna be really loud about him potentially being a bridge. That's just yeah. my opinion. You know, I've I've been I think
0: well, we're getting into draft now, but I think this draft is deep enough at quarterback where, where even if the Seahawks are picking around 15 or 16, they can still get someone.
1: Yeah, I think it's certainly a deep enough class, but I I think that for some of the guys who aren't the, the top of the top that are going to be drafted, it's really valuable, I think, for... Yeah, to have a veteran around. the Yeah, start. for them to sit behind a veteran. Um, And somebody like Drew Locke is fun enough to where I think almost like a mitch trubisky deal, oh i'm out where, all right we'll, well well listen <laughs> listen uh, you I'm know it, like mitch trubisky obviously hasn't panned out in pittsburgh but like had enough fun flashes where you're like okay like we're pretty sure that he's bad but like is he actually bad and mitch trubisky turned out to be actually bad uh actually quite bad That was after
0: the Bills pumped his tires and said, he's been learning behind Josh Allen. They have similar (laughs) skill
1: sets. Exactly. Sure, buddy. Um, So, Drew Locke is, like, somebody who, like, when when he's on, he is really fun. You know, he's Mm -hmm. almost like a – maybe Mitch Trubisky is selling it, like, a little short. He's almost like a Jameis Winston, where it's, like, he's probably not a good quarterback, but he's a very fun quarterback. Or he's going to make a lot of mistakes, but he's also going to, like – those mistakes he's gonna have some of the like coolest looking plays of the year and i think like if he were to be given the keys uh to the offense for a team then like all of the that that entire team's outlook would move up several notches just from the 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 gunslinger mentality that he takes to the offense as opposed to whatever the hell geno smith does like he's kind of I know that there's also been a lot of discourse about like game manager tag, you know, is that a is that an epithet or is that like a description of play? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I, I think that I think that Geno Smith is more like it's not a ding on him. I'm not saying that Geno Smith is a bad quarterback, but like his style of play is game manager. You yeah. know? Like Whereas Drew Locke, like I genuinely think if things go right, uh, like he's probably not going to win you a game, but he has the ability to like string together a to quarter it. and a half, yeah, like a, a quarter and a half of good plays. So if you're like down 18 points, you could magically come back.
0: Did you see what Jacoby Brissett did last weekend?
1: No, I. You know he was another team that, or uh, uh, another person whose name was rattling around in my head. Yeah. Of guys that could potentially get another look.
0: Um, did you see what happened? But no,
1: I actually did not catch any of that game.
0: He came in halfway through the fourth quarter uh, in the Commanders game against the Rams. Commanders is still a bad team name. I digress. <laughs> Jacoby Brissett in an eighth of a game, through f- eight for 10, 124 yards and two touchdowns. No picks. It's insane. They were down 28-7 to seven and lost 28-21. That's, that's like not even his style of play. Nope, he just hucked it. Got it done. 2% snap count <laughs> on the year. More points than DTR now.
1: That's insane. That's okay. Come on.
0: I love DTR. I just had to put it out there. Come DTR's on. played a full game. He's played a couple.
1: Yeah. Well, well, also to be fair though, that's like the ideal... Th- those are like That's the an most ideal, ideal conditions for anyone to step into. Um, yeah, down three here's a, touchdowns. Here's a with... high-powered offense, and like you're you're going up against a team who's switching to prevent.
0: Yeah, down three scores, no time left, nothing to lose. But nah, yeah, still, Jacoby reset is just another one of those fringe starter bridge guys that is a great backup. That yeah, let's throw him in the list too. So Tyrod Taylor, Jacoby Brissett, and whoever the first guy I said was. Those three. <laughs> DTR or Joe Flacco? DTR Joe. Yeah, Joe whatever his name is. Uh, did yep. you see that Teddy Bridgewater is going to retire after the year?
1: I did, yeah. That yeah. oddly made me more sad than I thought it would. Um, me too. He. I, I think that my affinity for him is purely due to John Boyce because uh, I think in his uh, – Vikings series, he called him uh, not the best player or anything, but he said that Teddy Bridgewater is his favorite player.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm just bummed out for the guy, because I mean, obviously he had a good rookie season. Things were looking up for him, and obviously all the knee injuries and stuff that happened. The abysmal injury that he received in 2015. Um, or was that 2016? I think it was 2016. Okay, yeah, but it was an absolute just it's wrenching for the guy yeah he uh it was 2016 so he didn't play a single game in 2016 in 2017 he played a few snaps um in a single game because then at that point they'd brought in Kirk Cousins so I'm kind of bummed out for the guy because you know he could have actually turned out to be a pretty special player and didn't really get the chance uh, so, Teddy Bridgewater, I know you listen to the pod, friend of the show. Wish you well.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I hope that he is able to do something. That's well, I mean, he has a spot on the, the show.
0: He could be our producer any day.
1: That is true, yeah. He could, be, he could be our producer.
0: Or he could um, ask the questions. He could be Andre. Andre's not here.
1: He definitely have a vacancy for Teddy Bridgewater should he choose to accept it
0: teddy bridgewater this you know what this is the teddy bridgewater episode i'll make sure that pete knows season three episode 13 teddy bridgewater (laughs) and for anybody that That, makes it this far they'll know why
1: uh, that is very true um that that is the amount of retrospective we'll have on his career
0: absolutely teddy we love you now we're gonna this is normally where we would uh move on to andre questions if we had any
1: <laughs> yeah he's really uh Dinkelberging us lately
0: yeah so we don't have any however we've had a couple of other questions laid out in the chat for, throughout the day one from jankum which i would love to answer and then one from bug which i would love to answer also and jankum asks in superflex dynasty where would you rank jordan love because of course he has to ask about a Packers player. He really does. It's it's requirement. Um, that's very simple to answer. Yeah, somewhere around twenty.
1: Uh Quarterback twenty. I I I think we can we can make that answer a little zestier, a little spicier. Right,
0: Twenty-one.
1: Who who are you get? I I think rather than just throwing out a number like that, like saying twenty twenty one,
0: I'm being lazy with it.
1: (laughs) Well, okay, who would you take him over? Would you take him over Trevor Lawrence? No. No No way. Not even close. Okay, who who would you take him over? Um, I would take him over Sam Howell. Okay, what about maybe?
0: They have them about
1: even. Would you take him over?
0: I would take him uh, over Derek
1: Carr. Okay, so you're putting him, like, in that territory? Like, yeah. Like, back-end starters?
0: Yeah, like, I'd rather have Justin Fields, Brock Purdy, Tua. Um, I don't see
1: him as a long-term answer okay. for the Packers. He's he signed for another two years, right?
0: Well, this yeah, and this is the first of those two years. I think he only has one more year
1: after this. No, they they gave him an extension, but oh, it was they? like low. Yeah, this they this gave cigar. him an extension before this year, but it was like for a low amount of money. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, so didn't I pick up
1: his fifth year.
0: He doesn't yeah, he doesn't have really any guarantees. I'm going to look up his contract now because I might be misconcep like I might be misconstrued on what his contract is.
1: I, I want to say that he signed like a three-year extension in lieu of a uh, okay so according to over
0: the cap he is under contract through 2024 oh that's really it he has three void years with a prorated bonus and he has a cap hit of 5 million dollars in 25 but he's not on the team it's basically just dead money regardless in 2025. Um, so it was a two-year extension. Basically, I think they didn't take his fifth-year yeah, option yeah. and then signed him to a year. So he's only making, like, $5 bucks next year. Um, they really didn't. I mean, they gave him, like, a $5 million-a-year contract for a starting quarterback. It's not really, you know. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's it's very clear that they don't believe in him. and well, I wouldn't to, necessarily
0: like... say that now. They didn't believe in him at the time. He's okay, played well, all right.
1: They, to a certain extent, they didn't believe in him, and to, uh, in and it's clear that he also believes that he needs to kind of take that gamble, because if he didn't believe that, then he just wouldn't have agreed to that extension. Yeah. I mean, he's you been know, great. He, for would have thought. Yeah, he's, he's been good for that. But like, if he really believed in himself, or his prospects like his agent would have been like don't take that deal yeah someone else will do that but i think the fact that he like that was what they settled on yeah it's probably like no he really needs to pull a rabbit out of a hat here and i think to a certain extent he's started to do that you know maybe we're seeing the ears a little bit are they real are they not
0: the only reason why i'm putting him where he is in the first place is because over the last month he's been cooking uh up until the last, like, week or two, but, yeah, overall, I would put him much in the same place that I would put most 25-ish-year-old quarterbacks that have, are, like, running out of contract time and just don't really have anything on paper, uh, which is a rare thing, honestly, but, like, the other guys that are around his age are, like, Justin Her- or like Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, um, Josh Allen's a couple of years older than him uh, it's like so when I'm looking at ages and the solidity of like where these other quarterbacks are like his situation is much less certain and like Brock Purdy is probably going right around the same spot and he might win MVP this year yeah i would, I would much it's, rather have Purdy. yeah it's like um given where so that, you'd be picking him it's like i would take him over like the bridge guys like i love baker mayfield i would take him over baker because baker just kind of feels like a bridge guy he'll probably be starting for a few more years wherever but never in like a consistent spot uh russell wilson is just kind of getting up there he's 35 so and we've kind of seen him turn into a uh or just, like, lay eggs lately. Yeah, I, I, so. I'd
1: probably rather take him... <clears throat> I'd rather take Love over, like, Wilson. So, probably, like, around the same.
0: Yeah. But, and, like, as, uh, as I'm just, like, looking down here, like, I would take him over Kirk Cousins just because Kirk Cousins is also getting up there. And at that point, it's like, I'll take the bet on the age.
1: Yeah, um. I, I could see... Like, he's not somebody that I'm, like, gunning to get right now. I could see... I, I could see him becoming like a priority buy going into next year the the same way that baker kind of became going into this one i i feel like there's maybe uh, things are going to be pretty volatile with him i'd rather so. have him than kenny
0: pickett
1: oh absolutely <laughs> he's yeah P- pickett is absolutely cooked i i don't even think pickett is like in the top 32 I guess
0: Uh, I have a good question for you. I'm going to turn this around a little bit. I know you're on a tangent. I'm going to interrupt you. I apologize. Uh, Would you rather have uh, Jordan Love or Bryce Young?
1: Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man.
0: First overall pick in this draft with nobody around him and likely a new coaching staff next year. That Jordan is a good Love, question. Who is going to be off his rookie contract next year? Like entirely. I feel like I would
1: rather in the same spot. I think I would rather take. Oh, that that's such a tricky one. Isn't it fun? I, I think I would rather have Love. I I don't feel good about saying that. Um,
0: but that's that's kind of where I'm
1: at. But
0: That's his I, I guess my, for me.
1: I guess my reasoning for that is, like, you know, Bryce was obviously taken number one overall. So, in theory, he's locked in for the starting job for longer. He's going to have
0: quite the leash, especially because the Panthers don't have a first-round pick this year.
1: Right. He's going to have quite the leash. Um, but I Bears. would rather take the guy who, like... we're 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 playing a game within a game right like the nfl there's certain things that mean more for real life than fantasy and i would rather take the guy who has shown that he can be somebody that you can actually start with some level of confidence in your lineup than bryce young who you're just not doing that like you're you're starting like wide receivers over him in that slot and just praying
0: yeah absolutely so really what it comes down to is uh commitment for the player versus what they're doing on the field
1: yeah i mean i think my spiciest take would probably be i would take jordan love over trevor lawrence that is incredibly um. spicy. <laughs> Maybe that's too spicy for the
0: now. For the, well, the
1: end of this show, but
0: well, I guess I'm going to turn this around on you again. Now, you just said okay. you had trouble picking between Bryce Young and Jordan Love, but you had no problem picking Jordan Love over Trevor Lawrence. So, do you have well, no I... problem taking Bryce Young over Trevor Lawrence?
1: Okay. Well, I think that that's like me saying. A little this more is the assertive. transitive
0: property, bud. <laughs> Right, right, okay,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm not going to walk back what I just said, but like, <laughs> I think that's more of a function of the order of operations here. Like, if I am okay with taking Jordan Love over Bryce Young, then I am a lot more comfortable saying, yeah, like, okay, because the reason why I would take Jordan Love is because I'm confident that he has, like, some level of ceiling, mm-hmm. and... I'm still not confident that Trevor Lawrence has that. So I would feel so, so long as Jordan love is a starter, I would probably feel more comfortable with him in my lineup than Trevor Lawrence. Fair enough. And you have Trevor Lawrence. Like I do have Trevor Lawrence. Like, is that not the case? Um,
0: lately, honestly, I'm actually pretty happy with how Trevor Lawrence has done.
1: He's played pretty all right, like, yeah. the last couple of weeks. But, you know, I had Trevor Lawrence in a redraft league that I'm in.
0: And you did and not make the playoffs, did you?
1: I, I I was in it until the final week of the regular season. And, yeah, it didn't work out. Uh, nope. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, it doesn't need to get deeper than that. And yeah. I can tell you that he was the reason I didn't make the playoffs. The rest of my team was pretty stacked.
0: Yeah, I... uh. Now, I'm feeling better about Trevor Lawrence than I was a month ago. Um, so, no, I would still keep him over Love. But, I mean, Trevor Lawrence is just, to me, very similar to what Bryce Love is just a few years down the road, right? Like Bryce Young. Or Bryce Young. Yeah, sorry. I, did I just say Bryce Love?
1: You you did. But, but my, yeah, my issue with that, where, where I would push back on that, is... Because um, T-Law was
0: terrible like, his rookie year, too
1: he absolutely was but like my my issue with that is like i feel like right now this year was more or less a blueprint for what we can expect from trevor lawrence like the rest of his year uh, the the rest of his career like there there's not really a lot of excuses that we can use now that it's his third year of like oh well there's this obvious thing that was holding him back like yeah. the coaching or the lack of weapons. You know, this year he had Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley, Evan Ingram, uh, the, the, the phantom promise of Zay Jones, but uh, Travis Etienne going off, he's had everything that he could possibly need to be successful. And he's somebody that is just barely treading water well, in terms I mean, of he's like, quarterback
0: 14 on the year.
1: Sure. Yeah, but that's with everything going his way. The, and he's the, only that 24. In... Right. He's but younger like, than
0: Jordan Love.
1: Right. But, but in, <laughs> in the most optimal conditions possible, he is just barely top-end QB2. Oh,
0: I and... don't know if this is the optimal. I mean, if we're saying Calvin Ridley two years off of football and Zay Jones are great
1: okay g- g- like having one of the top uh having one of the e- elite running backs well etn is very good e- etn is very good christian kirk and calvin ridley like
0: christian kirk regardless of how good. you
1: regardless of how you feel about either player you can acknowledge that that's like one of the better wide receiver tandems in the league right
0: I, as far as tandems go i would say it's probably actually pretty average
1: I would, I would get, I would say that it's more than average.
0: I mean, I don't have. We we don't need to list all. Yeah, we don't have to list them all off. But but, but, I mean, there's a lot of good wide receivers right now. Is
1: my point remains is that the conditions for Trevor Lawrence right now are pretty good, and if you are a really good guy, yeah, you can make that like. Not only can you make that work, you can make that something that you can thrive in. Oh yeah, Pat Mahomes would be killing this kind of receiving. I, I feel like the gap between. Trevor Lawrence, and whatever his ceiling is, is a lot smaller than Jordan Love, who is somebody who is very good for fantasy purposes. Like everybody can admit that, yeah, he's really raw right now, and he's on a team that is extremely young, uh, that has a lot of ways to go before, like, that has a lot of room to grow. Mm-hmm. they they're they they haven't solidified like their identity or even where we can rank them or anything like that so like trevor lawrence i feel like he's more or less already gotten it together uh and so he's like the safer play for longevity mm-hmm. but if jordan love gets it together and you know he has a career that lasts another five six seven years i would much rather have him than trevor lawrence do you, if you told me that both of them were going to start for the next five years, who would you rather have?
0: I still think Trevor Lawrence is just a better player.
1: Yeah, see, I I don't know. <laughs> I think I would...
0: It wouldn't would be a podcast disagree. if we agreed on everything. <laughs> That's true. So, a
1: Lions fan.
0: Exactly. And fuck the Packers. Amen. Amen. Something that we can all agree on. Now we'll end the show on um, the bug question and bug asks are there any other guys who are your personal MVPs who may not have been good and are largely forgotten but did you a real solid in fantasy at some point or another
1: uh for I'm assuming this year
0: uh, no, he, just, he, did, he left it open ended so it can be this year it can be any year just someone that saved your ass at some point or whatever
1: you know i i will say this Mm -hmm. uh i this is i'll i'll limit it just to this year because i think doing otherwise will be here forever yeah (laughs) um but i'm gonna i'm gonna say that my personal mvp this year is is somebody who has been disrespected all year even though everyone acknowledges that he's really good Mm -hmm. um that's alvin kamara you know, my team okay. was 0-3 uh, my my home league team was 0-3 um, when he was suspended and things were looking very grim and the moment he came back I went on a winning streak and I ended up making making it into the playoffs and people were talking about whether or not he was worth a, a, a late first or anything this year and I think that that was stupid and that he absolutely was and he might even still be in that same position next year so I gotta give him his flowers. I also have Christian McCaffrey, but, like, it's not even worth talking about. I mean, he's <laughs> about he, how and I don't he even is. think
0: he fits this because it's not like he's like some forgotten guy. I mean, it's right. Christian that's McCaffrey. what
1: I mean. Like, Elvin Kamara, I think he's been like the running back two all year. If, uh, if we're taking away the first three weeks when he was suspended. Mm-hmm. Um, so he feels like somebody that everyone is super hesitant to acknowledge is as good as he is. And he might even still be in the same position next year. So um, I'll give him his flowers. That's, uh, that's my final answer.
0: You know, that's fair. I'm going to go in an entirely different direction. I'm going to name a guy who uh, is probably not a very good person. I'm pretty sure he got arrested for <laughs> domestic violence. I'll be <laughs> I, honest I, I with you. I just
1: said Alvin Kamara.
0: Well, I know. So we're, we're naming bad people here. Uh, this is someone that I didn't have on Dynasty. And uh, I think most recently played in the AAF. And that is Zach okay. Stacy.
1: Oh. That's not That's... where I thought you were going. Before. Yeah. Uh,
0: I don't know uh, if you remember the Zach Stacy year. I don't even completely remember it. But I remember winning a fantasy league. Because I picked up some random dude off of waivers that ended up scoring like a shit ton of points out of nowhere for the St. Louis Rams. That's how far back we're going.
1: And I know oh, there yeah. are probably
0: some people out here that uh, remember when the Rams were in St. Louis.
1: Was it wasn't that in twenty twelve? I the Zach
0: Stacy year, I believe, was twenty thirteen? Yeah, I just looked it up. Twenty thirteen. So in okay. in twelve starts in twenty thirteen, he had uh a total of a like uh, eleven hundred and fourteen scrimmage yards and eight touchdowns eight touchdowns. As a waiver pickup. That's insane. Yeah. That dude came out of fucking nowhere.
1: That's well, kinda of like how Puka was this year. Except like
0: as a wide puka, receiver I think was
1: more, puka i think was more insane just because he was a wide receiver yeah. and across from cooper cup and it's not like cooper cup was gone all year um uh, but yeah zach stacy is probably like in in let's call it the reddit age <laughs> of fantasy yeah like he he is definitely like the he was the prototype for all of these like these z- winners zero rb yeah yeah Yeah, he's basically the reason why that that play uh, that play style and redraft was like legitimized.
0: Well, and that's just it, and that's uh, the reason why he sticks in my head so much. I mean, I started playing fantasy football in twenty eleven, so that was like my first time ever, like just having a waiver ad that just became a league winner for me. So it's just immortalized in my head. Zach Stacy just got sentenced for domestic violence. But he domestically violenced my opponents that year.
1: Come on. (laughs) Come on. That's how you want to end the show?
0: I I don't want to end the show at all. I want this show to go on forever. This has been our best one. (laughs) This has been the best show that we've ever had.
1: As long as we keep saying that, it'll eventually be true.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you say anything enough times, it becomes true.
1: That's true.
0: I'm pretty sure we talked about True Detective... At some point during this We hit on like Very very mild Evergreen playoff content And we talked about hating the (laughs) Packers And honestly Is there anything else that people want to Listen to anyway
1: Oh you did forget about the dolphin mating noises
0: We did talk about dolphin mating noises This was the dumbest Hour and a half I have spent in a very long time And I'm glad That other people got to listen to it
1: I'm glad that I got to spend it with you, Burn.
0: Thank you. We need to think of a shorter nickname for you, Dwith. I, I liked I like Dwith Dwith. You're gonna be Dwith now. Or Levis
1: Glazer. I don't even know what that means. I I lost. Uh, I when, when Will Levis was announced as the starter, mm-hmm. I made uh, what I thought was a very confident uh. With with no one in particular. I just said, if if Levis goes off for 30-plus fantasy points, I will change my name for the rest of the season. And lo and behold.
0: Lo and behold, he threw four touchdowns. He
1: actually did. And that... Oh, man,
0: the hype when Will Levis just blew up that first week was insane. It was a little silly. And he has been not very good ever since. Yep. But that's all we've got today yep. I'm and still I glaze yep I'm glad that uh, those of you who stopped and did and I'm glad for those of you who uh, happen to pop in and listen to us uh, on your daily commute or whatever wherever else, wherever else people listen to us
1: probably you know? title
0: yeah so take it easy everybody appreciate
1: you Take care